Life Audio. Hello. Thank you for listening to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for us. I'm your host, Jennifer Slattery, and after this short word from our sponsor, we'll dive into today's Bible verses, Matthew 2, 1 and 2. Did you know that the Salvation Army not only provides services to those in need, but we also produce a network of Christian podcasts you can listen to on your favorite podcast store? One of these shows, Words of Life, is a 15-minute weekly show featuring interviews, testimonies, Bible studies, and more. In April, we'll once again hear from author and pastor Natalie Runyon. She has created a new six-week discipleship course for women to talk about community, women in leadership, accountability, and more. We want discipleship to be what's drawing people, not bounce houses. They're more likely to come back and not just to be entertained. Even in me, you know, making him have to pry it from my hands, he was still saying, but I have something better. It was because of the redeemed saying so, of telling the story of what God had done. When we point people to him, they're going to want to know him. Listen to Words of Life on your favorite podcast store or visit wordsoflifepodcast.org. What impacts you every day? There is one book that influences almost every aspect of our lives. Museum of the Bible reveals the Bible's impact on your favorite musicians and artists, the way we measure time, social justice, our national monuments, and more. The Bible's impact is all around you. Discover how at museumofthebible.org impact. Today's Bible verses are Matthew 2, 1, and 2. After Jesus was born in Bethlehem in Judea, during the time of King Herod, Magi from the east came to Jerusalem and asked, Where is the one who has been born King of the Jews? We saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. Some Christmases I feel full of enthusiasm and cheer and determined to create precious memories with my loved ones. I've also spent a few holidays where I felt discouraged alone, and fatigued. Most often, I land somewhere in the middle, dreading all the have-tos that fill my calendar, while joyfully anticipating those things that help make the holidays special, like the conversations around the dinner table and the laughter we typically share while playing silly games. But while those moments are precious and worth making time for, they cannot fill the deepest places in my soul. That is something I can only receive through time spent with Jesus. I know this. I've experienced the sweet joy of his presence. And yet, all too often, I allow distractions and hustle to dominate my schedule, leading me to a stressful rather than a worshipful and restful Christmas season. And that's why I find today's verses and the circumstances surrounding them so convicting. Now, before I get too far, I do want to encourage you to check out Holy Love's Christmas Bible reading plan titled Preparing Our Hearts for Christmas. You can access it on the YouVersion Bible app for free. May it fill your heart with the same wonder and anticipation, the same longing that drove the Magi mentioned in Matthew 2 to travel from their land in the east to Jerusalem to worship Jesus, God's son, the long prophesied king of the Jews. Now, their journey 
It wasn't quick. It wasn't easy. And it wasn't an afterthought. To the contrary, it took planning. It took forethought. And it came at a cost, not just in terms of travel expenses, but also in terms of the time and the energy that they spent. Now, Scripture doesn't tell us precisely from where these wise men came, but some scholars suggest they traveled all the way from modern-day Iran. That would have been a 1,600-mile trip in one direction, 3,200 miles both ways, to see a baby born to rule another nation, and a nation that at that time was rather unesteemed. And they probably came on camelback, although I've never ridden upon a camel, I'm going to venture a guess to say that this would have been considerably less comfortable than driving in a climate-controlled vehicle with plenty of convenience stores and fast food restaurants to stop at along the way or by arriving by plane. And the Magi most likely rode their camels for a total of four or five months, around 135 days, one way. I'm also struck by how God led them using a star a symbol they as well-educated men who spent a great deal of time watching the night sky would have understood. God spoke to them in their language. He spoke to them. He drew them in a way they could understand. And this reveals his faithful, attentive heart and his love, not just for them, but for you and I as well and for every other human who has ever or will ever exist. Our God wants to be known. He makes himself known in a way that you and I can understand because he wants a deep, intimate, and personal relationship with each one of us. And so every holiday season and every day in between, he whispers to our hearts through a glorious sunset, a song that comes on the radio at just the right time, a phrase in our Bibles that suddenly captures our attention, or the gentle yet timely words of a friend. He reveals the depths of his heart for us, inviting us to willingly give him ours, to approach him with the same reverence and awe we see in the wise men. Now, notice their words in verse two. After asking about Jesus's location, they said, we saw his star when it rose and have come to worship him. They left their homeland. They traveled a long way and entered a foreign city to worship. They had decided to worship before their journey began. They maintained a worshipful heart across all of those miles, and they bowed before the Savior of the world with hearts filled with worship. I want to follow their example, knowing I'll probably hit a few bumps along the way. Dinner may not turn out as I'd hoped. I might not have the funds to buy my loved ones what I want or anything for that matter. And some of those people that I hold most dear, I might find that they're unable to come visit this season. But even so, I want to embrace it all, the good and the bad, the hard and the hilarious, with a heart already determined, steadfastly resolute to worship. I invite you to join me. Our choice to worship, it probably won't be easy. And it will probably come at a cost. But I'm confident every moment we bow our heads and our hearts in God's presence, every moment we read his sacred words preserved in our Bibles, and every time we raise our voices in praise, will be worth it in terms of the peace, the fulfillment, and the increased intimacy with Christ we'll receive in return. Let's pray. Holy Father, thank you so much for sending your son to earth as a baby 
to grow up as a man, to show us how to live in a worshipful relationship with you and to make it possible that we could do that. Thank you for loving us so much that you do speak to us in a way that we can understand. You speak to us even when we're not aware that you're speaking and you are lovingly, constantly drawing us into deeper relationship with you. Help us to prioritize that time with you, even if it's just for five minutes. Help us to close our doors of our bedrooms or to find a nice quiet closet, to turn off our phones, to let everything wait, to just sit in your presence for a moment, to experience your love and to listen for your voice. We worship you. We celebrate you this holiday season and we choose to worship. We choose to enter our Christmas dinner, our Christmas gift giving, our Christmas carol singing, whatever it is we engage in, we choose to enter it all with a heart already determined to worship because you are worthy of all honor and glory and praise. And we love you, Lord Jesus. We love you, God the Father. We love you, God the Holy Spirit. And we are thankful for our intimacy with you. Holy Father, it is in the name of your Son, our Lord Jesus and victorious Savior, the reason we celebrate Christmas. It is in his name that we pray. Amen. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. What happens when a writer and former history teacher goes toe-to-toe with his best friend, a nationally touring stand-up comedian? Total carnage, that's what. Two men enter and two men leave because that's how it works. <laughs> Actually, you get hilarious, real, and insightful conversations about life, history, culture, faith, and everything in between. Join me, comedian Johnny W., and my pal, author and speaker John Driver for Talk About That at lifeaudio.com or wherever you get your podcasts.